Alma Pictures and Baker Street Media present Second Seas Cubed with your hosts, Johnny Pinal, Ayahadi, and Allison Weaver. Second Seas Cubed is a podcast dedicated to celebrating performing arts and celebrating the next generation of creatives. We hope you enjoy the show. So Let's I think hope. that's where we can go to part two, if you're ready. I am two. ready. This is a fun little little piece of news. I don't know how you're going to react to it. I'm not sure if this is your scene, but... Uh-oh. <laughs> it's mainstream. <laughs> Brace yourself. It's very mainstream. <laughs> and, um... Oh. Yeah. So, who here has... Let's see. Huh? Let's see. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Who here hasn't heard of cult classic Mean Girls? Have you watched right. Mean Girls? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. A long time ago. Long time ago. Did you Did you enjoy it? I don't really have a feeling about it. It was just <laughs> one of these movies I forget. I figured as much. I figured as much. I was like trying to envision your reaction to us discussing. I was just like, ah. <laughs> Discussing okay. this and Johnny discussing it. I'm like, I really want to know what John- <laughs> Johnny's opinion. Johnny will probably feel similarly. <laughs> Um, anyway, what's the what's the thing? So Mean Girls achieved means there was a few there were a few interesting lines though. I don't remember specifically, but I remember there was some interesting lines. Oh yeah, no, it's completely like dominated <laughs> the cultural zeitgeist for quite a while, and it's just like become embedded in um, culture, just even in the way people reference it. But the yeah. movie came out, I believe. I around, do know that. Yeah. Movie came out, I think, in believe I believe in two thousand three, two thousand four, um, and then there was a Broadway musical that happened, and there were like, right. yeah, great talented people involved, and then yes, that's true, yes, and so a trailer dropped two days ago for a Mean Girls. Mus- Are they really musical? Oh my movie. word, they're really trying to capitalize on this. Yeah, it's a, it's they're doing a movie of the musical. Um, the the Broadway musical and I thought it was some, one thing that really struck me is that one of the bigger problems with a lot of the musical adaptations that happen is that they don't really include people Broadway people on that production right they'll they'll right that's yeah. really a disadvantage yes so the lead of the Girls musical movie is actually the same actress who played her like who played regina george um on broadway itself yeah no way she's doing it that's great and so and then there's also broadway uh actress ashley park she played the part okay yeah she played the part of gretchen wieners um on broadway um but in this movie she plays the part of a teacher tina fey is back she's doing the same role that she had in the original movie the principal mm-hmm. is back john ham is in the movie too and he's which is funny to me John Hamm. yeah john ham <laughs> he's playing of the, all the people to be in that movie what are you doing oh my gosh she's playing the part of the dumb coach um i don't know if anybody else noticed it but there were some serious uh spelling errors on the whiteboard behind him when he was like explaining how the health class was gonna happen which i think is so funny um 
But yeah, John Hamm is in it and Tina Fey is in it. She's also doing the screenplay adaptation. Busy Phillips is in it. She plays the part of like the cool mom. Uh, you know, like I'm not a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. And uh, it's really... I don't know what cool moms actually do because <laughs> I think she can party at my house, kids. Yeah, you know, but... It, it, you know, if you want to have alcohol, I'd rather just you have it here at the house. I don't want you going out. That's kind of like the the cool mom vibe. But um, I thought it was lovely how they're <laughs> doing a mix of talents from like the Broadway production and, and then also people from the original movie. Um, and the lead, her, uh, she's not the lead. Actually, you could say she's the lead, even though Katie is um, the main character of the story. I feel like Regina George always kind of dominated the story as well. Yeah. And um, the, like I said, the person who plays her in the movie was um, also on Broadway. Her name is Renee Rapp, and she has a glorious yeah. voice. A glorious voice. Renee Rob is the is the shizzles. Yes. Awesome. Yes. Uh, so overall it was an exciting week for people who, you know, just aren't here just for the nostalgia, but even like fans of the Broadway production. Um, and you know, they're the people who also really love Ashley Park. Um, so it'll be it's coming out in January. It'll be interesting to see if this is an example of a successful Broadway um, uh, adaptation or if it's going to be one of those lackluster ones. But I do think it's a good sign that they have people from the original Broadway production in the movie itself. Mm, yeah, that's going to be interesting because I think broad like... Um, Shout out to Broadway Live people, like, because I love those guys and um, their CEOs. So dope. Mm -hmm. And I think that um, they're doing a lot to get Broadway into the, to the mainstream consciousness right now mm -hmm. of different countries, especially U.S. because of the, the push right now to keep Broadway as a up-to-date um, thing, like as a cultural up-to-date thing. So I think that's really quite good because they're they're really taking advantage of the of the cultural nostalgia, if you will. Mm -hmm. um, so kudos, props to them. Hey, because that's. That's good. That's really good. And yeah. I think they have I think they have some great just like mindsets, if that makes sense. Like as far as how they how they are working on just bringing back or bringing out. The only thing I wish they wouldn't do is this. I really, really wish Mm -hmm. That they would not, would not, would not, please, please do not keep reworking things. We also oh. need new things, please. Yeah. I, I mean, yes, it's great and all that you can rework things. Good for you. Right? But yeah. we also need some 
something fresh, something different. And so that's where I think, like, I'm glad to hear this. Hopefully, it will give them money for new work that they need. Yeah. At the same time, I'm like, eh, here we go again. Another remix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's also an issue that's happening in the world of animation here in Hollywood. Oh, my word. Yes, I know. Inside Out 2. Oh, I saw that trailer. I was like, okay, (laughs) here we go. (laughs) I wonder if it's going to be any good. Yeah, but they do have an original animation coming out this month. Which I think even like the lead is a Broadway actress. Um, Yeah, it's called Wish. Okay, another song and dance for kids. Yep. <laughs> Here comes the moms. Part yeah. one. Yeah, and then there's a there's a talking goat, I think, um, and who has a very deep voice. Um, and yeah, I a think talking goat. Hey, talking goat. Who who's the name of the lead act? Because I know I know I've seen her around. I think she was in. Schmigadoon, which is the Apple miniseries that's a musical too. I think she was in it as well. Of course. Um, her name is Ariana Debo- Debose. Mm. Oh, I'm she's British. It. So she, I think, did West End. Ariana DeBose. Let me go look at her picture. I think I might know her face. Yeah. Let's check. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen her before. Yeah. She was in Hamilton as well. Right, she That's was in Hamilton. West Side Story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was in Hamilton. Yeah, so there's some, I guess. <laughs> there is some original content. Oh my mom is American. I got the lyrics wrong. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so. Yeah, so that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm living for any musical related content that comes out. She's like, more ear work. <laughs> She's I'm here like, for it. I'm like, I need more you musical go to Broadway. I want to. Do it. It's worth your time and money. My anyway, brother, I'll just keep. Yeah. My brother went up to New York also, a couple months ago and I kept telling him, I'm like, you should go to Broadway. You should catch a plane. He's like, nah. I'm like, child, I'm going to reach through the phone and yank you by your hair. Go go catch a play on Broadway, please. But he didn't listen to me, unfortunately. Well, tell him if he, if he likes immersive theater, he can go to my the one that my, one of the ones that my friend is working, which is Sleep No More. Sleep No More? Oh, yes. It is a... Oh, it's based on the Scottish play, which we will not name to curse our podcast with yes and yeah. shakespeare's scottish play and it is 
is edgy as heck, but cool. it's very interesting. Um, yeah, you should look it up for yourselves. And I'm not gonna spoil it, but I saw my friend was working on the one on one out here, and then she moved over there and started working on the Broadway one. So fun, and you said it's immersive. Yes, it's definitely immersive theater. It's kind of like choose your own adventure. Oh, fun! Yeah, it's actually really, really interesting. I did when I did it. I was basically visiting my friends, so I kind of just went around different sets and stuff. I didn't follow the tour guide because they have guides who are actors. It's going to take you on different stories. You can follow different characters and their adventures or you can just kind of wander around and do your thing but like <laughs> most people like depending on <laughs> if you're me i just wandered around and looked at the set and had a nice time <laughs> and <laughs> but if but if you're a real person you'll follow the character through the story <laughs> you're not a theater person <laughs> they also have like a jazz bar there and it's it's quite nice so you can um you can have a nice, like, really fun time with your friends and go. I'm going to promote Sleep No More out my nose because it's a very interesting piece. So anybody who wants to should go support. I have fun going to NYC EJ. next week. You should go see Sleep No More. <laughs> Unless it's I'm sold out. I mean, it is very popular. Yeah. Oh, it's sold out? Oh, dang. Well, before it sold out, I don't know if they're still selling it out, but it's pretty popular. Oh, wow. Okay, I'm looking up the pictures and what? Like, just a moody atmosphere. Oh, yeah. It's vibey. It's really moody. It's like, you have to prepare yourself to actually go see this thing. Because it (laughs) is based on the Scottish play, so it's not like... (laughs) <laughs> you're just gonna like float around and have a like a little you know cocktail hour i mean although you can have cocktails in the bar which is part of the play but um <laughs> that's not the reason why people go there for cocktails <laughs> i feel like there there are probably more efficient ways to get that thing done <laughs> but no it's very interesting so you have to prepare yourself, ladies and gentlemen. Don't just go there because it is a full experience, sensory experience. It is uh, very intense. So if you do not feel that you want a very intense, immersive experience that you will remember for a long time, do not go. That is my disclaimer. And it's also not for children. So please do not take young children to this. Thank you. I mean, I don't know why anyone would. <laughs> they would get nightmares for a week. <laughs> Poor babies. So if you're very sensitive or you are um, not able to like see it at your leisure or you, yeah, just, just is not for kids, but it is a very well done piece of work. What if someone does not watch scary movies purposefully because they got freaked out by scary movies? Would this be too intense for them? Considering. Uh, I think it depends on which characters you're following. Okay. 
So probably That's what I will say. don't follow the lead's wife. That would probably be... Yeah, that's a really bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like but her when I read like, the play, so that, you know, problem solved. You can follow some, like, supporting characters or, or, uh, like, or you can choose your own adventure based on... Which... I'm gonna follow the trees. Yeah. But yeah, it is pretty creepy. Some parts are really creepy, actually. Oh, gosh. Really creepy. Thanks for the but, disclaimer. But it is worth it. It is worth it. If you go with people and you can discuss the show afterward at dinner or whatever, and then you can, like, dispel the experience a little bit. Oh. But not for children. Not at all. That <laughs> actually sounds like a really fun evening. It's very fantastic what they have managed to do with that. Kudos to your Because also you can discover clues and stuff. Yeah. But if you go, Maya, let me know because I'll text my friend and be like, oh, hey! <laughs> I would love that. I, man, you, you have like the hookup everywhere. No, not everywhere, but this one I definitely have the connection. Yeah. And also the your friend who is the cousin of one of the original cast members of Hamilton. That's pretty dope. Huh. I have a lot of really random stories I could tell you of people, but we're not going to go there right now. So, also, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget that our SAG-AFTRA lovely people have finally gotten through their strike, which Ooh. is lovely. Props, 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 and props to all the all the unions as well who were supporting the strike as well. That was a very whoa, very lovely coordinated effort by everyone. And I think that there should be some nice changes for the industry as far as certain protections. Definitely the pay was a was a win and you'll hear more things in a few days slash weeks, depending on how SAG decides to uh, reveal what they have got. So Mm -hmm. anyway, that was just nice news to hear for everyone who's been out of work and props to the unions for getting more of what they want. So that's, I think, the other thing. Yeah, that's actually moving into my industry question. Oh, cool. Great transition. Free transition. <laughs> um, what's the so what's the, the my industry question is you know of course they haven't released the full details but as someone who is in the industry from the producing side of things um, you know I wanted you to kind of give a breakdown of what you have seen from uh, the information they've given after the strike ended and kind of give your impressions and thoughts about it and to kind of like you know, clear up some of the um, questions people might have about it. Well, a lot of that is under non-disclosure agreement. (laughs) We may not comment on these topics, but what I can say is that they did get some stuff for the wages. That was interesting. 
Mm-hmm. Um, they're definitely getting better paid. That's good. Uh, they definitely address some of the AI clauses. I will let the audience see for themselves on the SAG Astrodev website. That should be coming out before too long. I'm not a member of SAG. And I think they also got some more... I think some more basic things that they were needing, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I hope they addressed... I hope they addressed... Because I don't... I don't really can't comment too much, but uh, I hope they address some things like mm, breaks, for example. Mm. Um, it's a very important thing. Like people don't think about that, but it's really important. And maybe it would be better if I just share a few things that I would like to see change in the industry. Ooh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> because I can. I can't talk. I can't talk. <laughs> can't talk until some people are public. Uh, but uh, for a few things that maybe I would like to see change in the industry, well, first of all, would be hours, for mm-hmm. example, uh, food, for yeah. example. Uh, I think, for example, you need to feed people nutritious food that is good. Mm-hmm. How simple is that? Wow. How revolutionary. <laughs> Apparently, and, uh, I, it's too I mean, complicated for that. It's too complicated for some people. And yeah. no no offense to craft services because they're doing what they can with nothing. Yeah. But because uh, I know beautiful craft services people who try to like make those budgets work as best they can in the most nutritious way. And so props to them. Yeah. But at the same time, okay, breaks, number one. Number two, like they're supposed to get breaks every five hours, right? At least. Yeah, five hours is a long stretch. But do they? Oh. Not always. Oh, wow. So that's the other thing. Also, days off, people. Don't just shoot for 40 days straight to make your budget work. People need to take a rest day. Wow, how exciting. Wouldn't that be revolutionary? Wow. Give them a rest day. Things like how late into the night you're shooting. This is just a very basic essential body questions. Yeah. Another thing is, let's, but of course in entertainment, we push through it. We, we beat up into it. We are rock stars because but, uh, people like, Oh, it doesn't matter. They gave me food today. They they're kind of like just dealing with it. So it's not cool. I think another thing that needs to change in the industry is besides basic things like sleeping and eating properly, which is just basic fuel situation. Yeah. Besides pay and AI and all that, that I knew they would get breakthrough there. Um, that's that's only a small part of this. Additionally, people are being put under a lot of expectations because of really tight deadlines. So there's like limited time for ed- like editing or fixing or doing things. And even with AI help, which is a blessing too, because you can like use some software like Isotope to like clean up your audio really fast. Shout out to Isotope, by the way, they're awesome. Oh, okay. um, but there's like... Or you can like record virtually with source elements, shout out to those guys. And other things, there's other software that we can use or do like, and of course with AI, there's going to be benefits. 
But at the same time, there's just this insatiable greed, if you can put it that way, in the most uh, nice sense, that is driving people to extremes. And I think that's a little bit ridiculous. Uh, yeah. A lot ridiculous. And then another thing that is the way people are treated uh, generally on set. For example, the producer is considered to be uh, close enough to the divinity on high, if you will, in terms of how things get done. And what mm-hmm. they say is goes. And if that person is not ethical or not good in terms of not, I don't want to put judgment statements, but like not like really talented or uh, in terms of knowing the way that what the people need and how they need to run this, they're just focusing on money is yeah. really complicated because obviously the producer's butt is on the line with the because they have to care about what the investors think and they have mm-hmm. to make sure the project is good. They have to return on investment for the producer for the uh, for the funding producers. So that's a big deal. And if they put a lot of money in themselves. They also want a return on investment. So it's like there's a lot of pressure and then you can't you can't actually tell what's the audience gonna like how they're gonna respond. So you're oh, taking yeah. a huge risk. And so they wanna have as much uh as much of a good run as possible with whatever the art form is. So they'll they push, 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 push so hard to save money and to make the most profit off of it as they can. Now that's all a numbers game. That's that's all like dealing with big picture, millions and billions and whatever is going into it. But it's not very good on the people, yeah. and so that can be extremely stressful and create a lot of really difficult situations. Now there are beautiful people that I know in the industry that really work well with their group, but it's a very complicated thing. And I think the other thing is what people will do to get a part oh or a job yeah people will do a lot to get a job and i mean a lot and let's be real people there is there's a lot of uh a lot of very questionable stuff to say the least yeah uh that happens and i won't go into detail, but I'll leave it up to everyone's imagination. The, you name it, it happened. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, at least from my experiences that I've yeah. seen things happen. So, basically, that's not healthy for talent and for the crews because people are putting their well-being on the line and um, I know there was a clause to try to limit naked casting, for example. That's just a small thing compared to some of the oh, horrible geez. things they're doing. Um, so it's like a lot of very wild things. And I think it comes down to, to, to be honest, people as an object for use. Mm. Okay. So if you consider someone as an object for use, okay, or a machine, then of course you're just gonna see dollars and numbers and what can we do that's just a part of the game that right the person is just like a cog in the wheel of the factory right yeah so a lot of people just are thinking really big and they 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 sometimes forget to think in a small way and i don't think i can necessarily say oh you horrible people but at the end of the day it just 
it really changes the outcome for people. So I hope that people can think about their talent and their crews more. Uh, yeah, and not just about the result, because a lot of people will go through anything if uh, go through hell and back basically for a show. Because why? Mm-hmm. That's expected. Yeah, it's expected that you're going to go through a lot, and I mean. Part of making a show happen is suffering. You have to suffer mm-hmm. through the process sometimes because it is whatever. But I think without naming any names or blaming people, which I think doesn't get anyone anywhere, I think it's something that I challenge myself to do. It's like, how quick do I want to see a chair around time? Is it okay? Are my people getting sick? Are they feeling okay? Yeah. Do I need to slow down? Like, because we're getting all these requests from corporate or whoever, and they're like, I need this now. I need this now. I need this now. I need this now. I need this content now. Yeah. So the social media, me, 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 right? So mm-hmm. I think that's where it's a really complicated story because, of course, that's why we need guilds and unions mm-hmm. for certain, for people dealing with certain types of clients because those people do not listen unless it relates to a group so yeah thankfully some countries do have unions and things like this to support but even then you can't get everything you want and that's a pity but well i don't yeah i don't think i could really say more about this but i just hope that people realize what kind of uh what kind of uh what kind of stuff people go through to to make the te- the the content that you like, and I also think that you can support talent as well uh, by by showing them love and by by you know purchasing things that they create mm-hmm. from authentic channels. And I mean, if the show or whatever's been out for a very long time, whatever, of course we all know things are going to be available out there, but. If I could just make a request to people, wait until the thing has returned investment before you go into the public domain situations. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Something basic. I guess that maybe answers your question a little bit, but I can't say much. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it it is kind of sad when you think about it that you're having to mention things like on the very bottom rung of Maslow's hierarchy of needs that have not been met all of this time and i i hope i hope that those things do get addressed well you know there's that saying this starving artist right yeah there's like this glorification of pain in the arts exactly exactly because you have traumatized people that aren't making art yep it's like if you're not going through pain and suffering, are you really an artist? That's kind of been this line that we've been fed for all of our lives. Yeah, it's very, um, it's very, it's very sad because it's much easier to create. Um, it's much easier to create dark art than light art, right? Because mm-hmm. the light is. We can identify with the pain and the suffering in the dark. It's very hard to make uh, make light art. Yeah. But it's not impossible. Yeah. 
yeah, I think that we should embrace joy more often in everything. Yes. And thankfulness. But it's, you know, I think at this point is it's harder to practice virtue. Mm -hmm. It's easy to practice wise. I mean, even like (laughs) it kind of goes back to the video that we were talking about earlier for Angola. Like that's a like like prime example of celebrating joy and having joy be the motivating force of your heart exactly so that's that is that is that is really a good point and i think like there's some cultures that do it much better than others Mm -hmm. in that in that way so I hope for everyone that that people can can uh, really just enjoy and support art and and continue to enjoy it and not get too caught up in what do you call it the cheap just cheap trash art but like to also look for interesting art that maybe pull them out of their comfort zone and interest them yeah so that's all yeah thank you for your answer <laughs> all i can say about this uh yeah and i mean those things that are under nda like i'm only hearing about it through the grapevine right so i don't want to say yeah. too much yeah probably you know hopefully they'll release more details as time passes on because i think that yeah they will yeah i think there's been a lot of grassroots um encouragement happening for the strike um so oh yeah yeah definitely. so i think people are, ju- are even people who aren't in the industry are feeling a lot of joy in the moment and i think that they're gonna want to learn more about the results yeah definitely and i think people also like realize now that it's possible to um to create a you know a an environment where people have respect and that's something cool too again this should be something that's very basic level (laughs) you would think right right Oh my gosh. But you know, that's the thing. When people are on a really big rush, um, it's like people are in a rush. So when you're in a rush or you're on lack of sleep many, many times, you can't really think or process clearly. So I'm not going to say that anyone is the big bad wolf. Everyone, when they're under a lot of pressure, their, their, their true self comes out. Mm-hmm. So the it's just there yeah anyway so i think this is a good place where we can stop for now um but yeah this is a this has been a very interesting conversation and i'm sad that johnny couldn't be with us but i hope you guys enjoyed as well yes thank you everyone for listening and it has been so fun this has been a production by Alma Pictures and Baker Street Media. We hope you enjoyed the show. We'll see you again next time for more of our travel and journey through the world of arts and entertainment. Thanks for your time and have a great week.